Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hello everyone, welcome back. If it is your first time, welcome for the first time. We are so happy all of you are here to join us for another episode of Brainwash Yourself. My name is Callista and my co-host is named Annika. Annika here. And she is here. And what we are going to be talking about today is self-care. And in the subship on Brainwash Yourself, we talk about a lot of different things. And we talk about how reprogramming the subconscious mind. There are so many tools and techniques available to us to do so. And utilizing them can have such mystical and magical results. And we love that. We nerd out on that. Like, that is what we are obsessed with. And we made this podcast to talk about it every single week. And um, for me personally, self-care is a huge pillar of my... reality that I am building but that doesn't actually really make sense it's it's a very well loved and well used tool in my toolbox when it comes to like basically getting myself aligned I feel like brainwashing yourself it's all about figuring out how to get yourself aligned with like what what you want to experience and just stop standing in your own way in some cases but um i think that for me personally i could never overstate how key self-care has been to yeah improving my quality of life and I'm kind of obsessed with self-care I feel like a self-care queen like I resonate I relate with that title and I feel like more self-care for everyone when I am queen there would be a mandatory self-care day every single week that would alternate so like there's there's someone at the shops or whatever but you would have to take a self-care day every single week. And um, I, don't, I don't see anything that can possibly go wrong, truly. I think it only, only blessings and benefits would result. And so <laughs> on that note, I uh, have so much to say, like just of like my favorite, my favorite types of self-care, basically. So before I get into like the long, long, long list, I want to hear Annika's take. Yay. Love, love, love. Um, Self-care is a word, not a word, a topic that is spoken a lot about, I feel like, in, you know, the health and wellness arenas and there are some people who might think that it's like kind of overused and like a little bit cheesy and like I know I've heard people say that before but if you come down to the bare bones of it like it yeah is something that probably is used as a marketing tactic for a million array of things but ultimately it comes down to a lot of what we were talking about last week that like self-love is you know, one of the facets of self-love is taking care of the self. And, 
you know, it could be taking care of your mind, taking care of your body, taking care of your spirit, but it's kind of like self-love in action because the more that you care for yourself, you know, the better you feel, the more comforted you feel, and the more you feel like you are filling up your own cup so that you're, you can live from like a creative inspired place rather than from a place that is, you know, depleted, like anxious, feeling burnt out, feeling like you want something external to, uh, come and fill these holes where you're not feeling cared for. Whereas if we care for ourselves, like to the point of honestly being extra, I feel like is the goal in my opinion, (laughs) um, then you are literally showing your subconscious that you're worthy of that care. And almost like then your self-worth up levels and then other people experience that vibration from you and your entire reality and your entire life can up level. And I say this from a place of someone who like, oh my gosh, wants to, you know, like feels like I could go so far in this area, but like have increased how much I care for myself in a lot of these areas, like over, you know, the past like few years of my life. And it's a really beautiful journey that like, we're also all always changing, ever evolving beings. And so the ways that like our soul, our mind, our body are like asking to be cared for are going to change. And so I think part of the journey is like tuning into what the current needs are, what the current asks are. And the more truly, the more we can fulfill those for ourselves, like the more like confident, secure, and, um, happy we're going to feel like in these human bodies in this life, we're going to feel like our needs are met by yourself first and foremost. And then beyond just our needs, like I was saying earlier, like going, extra like really having fun with it like I say this as someone who has a lot of uh Taurus and Libra in their astrology chart which are both Venusian signs and Venus is the planet of like beauty luxury like uh femininity like kind of like you know I imagine like laying on like a sheepskin rug like being fed fruit like kind of vibes you know like kind of epitome of self-care but I feel like every single person we all can like our soul our body and our mind can all appreciate this energy and getting cared for in this way and I just think that it is a huge remedy in this world, like where so much of that value is put on like progress and productivity. And it's like a massive deprogramming and rebrainwashing to like really put so much time and energy into yourself, into things that like wouldn't be thought of as productive or, you know, like revenue generating or, um, getting you towards goals that like might be valued, like valued highly in places that we learn from, like in school or at work or like all of these different things. Um, and I think that is, where I'll leave it for now. I'm excited to dive into our favorite forms of self-care and it's going to be a good one. Yay. Yes. Okay. I loved so much of that. Like it's so true what you said about how self-care is truly such a active form of brainwashing yourself because you're giving yourself you're giving the subconscious these experiences to absorb um that you do love yourself like you are worthy of care like Annika said and that reflects in your reality so powerfully because um, you are 
your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are like teamed up in that moment and you are like taking the reins to like give yourself this message and you're also you know repatterning re your habits if you're doing something you don't usually do um and there's just so much to it and that's I mean all of what we just said could likely be said for so many of the techniques and tools in our tool belt but and if you're new here some of those are like kundalini yoga subliminal affirmation tracks um and so 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 many more like and they're all so interconnected and you can look at so many of our tools and techniques like in a very personal way and different perspective depending on the moment so um I think that I have more thoughts on self-care and I have so many like favorite types of self-care as well I think that um okay here's a cliche quote you can't pour from an empty cup you can't pour from an empty cup I have we've heard that have we heard that I think we have if you haven't heard it you've heard it now you can't pour from an empty cup and it just reminds me of being burnt out and like I've been a people pleaser I heard this is common for like women as well or in general I think there is um almost kind of like a almost like puritanical a little bit view that it's like anti-selfish it's like there's so many people who need me and that would make me a bad person if I were to focus my energy on what I want instead of what they need me to do for them and help them with and going ahead like following that through you know we can do we can do everything for everyone every day all day long for years and there's never gonna be enough time in the day there's never gonna be a shortage of things that are needed of us and we'll get to a point where we burn out and no matter what someone needs from us we won't be able to offer it and we don't that's like to the extreme end like we don't want to get there and I've been um there like I relate to the feeling of just being so overwhelmed and feeling like you need to do more and you have so many responsibilities like oh my gosh I need to be a better student I need to be a better friend I need to be like a better you know daughter person like I need to care more be better at saving like be better at cleaning like work out more like you know what I mean and it's just like um you can't do it's like it just gets harder and harder and harder like the heart the harder you try and that's why like self-care is not selfish like it's actually required if we want to be there for the people in our community we like speaking for myself I want to be that person who like when I show up and I'm interacting with the people in my community like I'm at my best I'm resourced like I'm calm I'm there for them so like if they do need something like that's something I'm able to provide but I have to do a certain amount of self-care in order to be able to show up that way for anyone and I think that's true for everybody and so it's so funny because like when you're in that mind state it's kind of like a paradox where like you feel like you need to be doing more and more and more and like you don't have time to do anything for yourself but you are just kind of like digging yourself deeper into a hole and like we kind of just need to reset at times and like do some self-care like fill up our cup kind of like replenish so that we can 
like just handle more like replenish our energy so we can handle more life and just handle it with grace and with skill and so um yeah and I think some people need some people might need more self-care than others or you know we're all in different places in our journey of like how much self-care we want to allow ourselves or like how much we think we should have or what we think is self-care what we think isn't and I think that for me at least I definitely don't think there's like any limit to how much self-care would be beneficial like I think like the more the better and like I definitely need like a lot and like the see huge return on investment like the more and more and more self-care I'm able to implement and um like my journey of being very sensitive to energy like developing a strategy of people pleasing that I have come a long way in healing basically and releasing um like self-care was such the big stepping stone of just like taking time to myself to just like detox like let alone giving myself the message of like being worthy of care like just like taking some time to not absorb anyone else's energy like whether it be on the internet just like walking around the street like just being alone in my bathroom and there's all different types of self-care right but just for example like just like being alone in my bathroom with like the phone out of the room like just taking a shower, doing a face mask, like putting on lotion and just thinking to myself like, cause there were times when I was like such a people pleaser and just so distracted and like airy and out of my body that like, I wouldn't even have that experience. I'd be, you know, running late, rushing from one thing to another, like not taking the time to do certain things or multitasking. I'm like on my phone at the same time. And I started seeing online, like God bless these, these girls, these self-care queens who are just like, we're just posting online. Like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but like, you need to turn off your phone, go in your bathroom, take a bath, do a face mask, like take some time to yourself and just giving the same advice that like, basically, you know, I am now the type of person to like give that advice. But, um, I just loved I loved the vibe. I thought there was something to it. Like, it really resonated. So, I kind of went for it, doubled down, and I loved the experience. I was like, this is so, so healing. And what I learned is, like, <clears throat> I actually enjoy my energy much, much more than the energy of the people who I was absorbing their energy to try and impress them or try and you know, get their approval or I felt like I was locked in some sort of energy dynamic with them. It's like, wow, I would rather honestly just chill by myself. Like, this is really nice. And um, it does help, like, in the people-pleasing journey because you realize, like, who cares? Who cares? Like, no one can be pleased. Everyone can be pleased with me, and I'm not, if I'm not pleased with myself, like, I'm stressed out. Like, if no one's pleased with me, maybe I don't even know. And if I'm still happy with myself, like, I'm golden. And obviously, like, it's a balance, but I think that um, I was, like, too far towards the one end of the spectrum, and, like, it has just been so healing. Like, the more and more I can focus on myself. And... Okay, so it's a detox. I said it's a detox, and then it totally transforms your projection and your reflection. So basically, self-care is so transformative. Like, beauty is self-care. Like, I used to think, like, some people 
are born, you know, some people are have good genes. They are, like, born more pretty, more attractive. No. Some people take the time to moisturize. They take the time to put themselves together. You know, they take the time to relax, release the tension from their face. They take care of, you know, their body. It reflects and it projects out. And you can literally transform. I feel like for me, I went from through self-care, like totally changing my projection of how I show up to being someone who in general is like a lot more put together and like it reflects in being more respectable. And I think that that is like, so that's like the projection. And then the reflection is like all the people I would try to please in my people pleasing would not have been pleased. But then as soon as I like withdraw my energy from that dynamic, which they didn't even ask for in the first place and no one did. And I focus that energy towards myself and like, what do I need right now? Like, let me give myself that attention and like, what would make me happy? Like maybe let's people please myself. Then lo and behold, it's like, oh my gosh, like, Everyone starts wanting to know what's going on with me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm showing up. Like, I seem like I'm doing so great. Like, I look so great. It's like you start to get these reflections from people that you would have loved to try so hard to get when you were, like, chasing after them. But really all you had to do is, like, turn around and give that energy to yourself or to myself. I want to speak from my experience because I don't know if it is true for every single other person but it's kind of like anything like if it if it resonates that's awesome and if it doesn't like it doesn't like there's everyone is different everyone has a different experience and we can learn something from everyone and when there is some things that we don't agree with you know we can take what works and leave the rest you guys probably already knew that um yeah and I wrote divine feminine energy if you want to connect with your divine feminine energy for whatever reason then self-care is a great way to do that the goddess vibes if we want to experience more goddess vibes, I have to say I enjoy that experience, then it's all about the self-care. It's all about just slowing down the luxury, the Venus energy Anoka was talking about, and just making yourself like the center of the universe, treating yourself like royalty, and yeah tuning into like worshiping yourself giving yourself offerings as if you're like a god a goddess like a very sacred self-care can be a very sacred energy and invite a very very sacred transformation into your life and that's what happened to me i think self-care is very very spiritual um and so yeah those are my thoughts basically based on what Annika said. And so I will toss it back to her because I've been talking for so long before I get into my favorite self-care activities. Coolio. Okay, so I love that. Self-care is sacred. Truly, truly, I think, oh my gosh, like we like to geek out on... um, talking about so many, you know, spiritual lineages, spiritual traditions, um, spiritual sciences, like things that people, or I do at least, people used to do back in the day, like many, and there's so much around self-care. Like I think there are so many cool, um, traditions and groups and sex and sex, S E C 
FTS where things used to be so ritualistic and I love it. It totally is something that can be incredibly sacred and transformational. And I think that goes for a lot of things in our lives that like you can make anything in your life sacred and like raise the frequency of it by basically thinking about it, you know, like connecting to it in a spiritual way. And I think that is such a special way to think about self-care. So a couple things I wanted to say, I forgot to say in the first thing, like your first introduction around self-care, when you said that if you were queen, we'd have at least one self-care day. Um, I think if I was queen, we would have like like four self care days, <laughs> self care days a week, and like maybe like three work days, and they would be like really powerful work days because we'd be like so massively overflowing. So true. Um, but also, different things work for different people, and I do want to say that because I know some people come and like their juice is to like work, is to build, is to create and like that really lights their fire and honestly for some people that is self-care like if they like become stagnant around like and of course you know they still need to there are still other things they have to tend to in their life and to their themselves I'm sure to like be happy and have a full cup but like working more often may be actually a form of their self-care because it's important to them um and then there are some people you know some people are are I think you know we can, we all have the capacity to get stronger and strengthen our nervous systems and be able to handle more in life especially in these increasingly like pressurized times but there are still varying degrees of sensitivity like within the population and like there are some people who are going to need more time for themselves who are going to need more of whatever their kind of self-care you know than others might and that's just reality I also feel like um, I enjoy having a lot of it. I think I could give myself a lot more. I honestly don't feel like I do give myself a lot. And I mean, enough because I do like feel often tired and depleted. And, you know, so like I'm still figuring it out myself. But I would have to say that um, we all like I was saying before, have things that like we really need that are probably unique to us and figuring out what those things are, I think are pivotal. Like I know that for me, a huge piece of self-care, like the biggest piece is probably like my spiritual practice, like every day, like that's a non-negotiable, like that is the cornerstone of like my mental and spiritual well-being and that affects everything else. Like I have to connect to the cloud to, <laughs> to, have to download an update from the cloud and yeah. install <laughs> I, I gotta plug in to my higher self on the daily and for me that's like I do kundalini yoga every day and um I pray every day and I try to get this is like one piece I haven't been as on point with lately but like a, at least a little bit of like silent meditation every day you know like just wow to get some quiet and gal I just wanted to echo your statement about how like when you notice that like you like being in your own energy more than you like being around other people's I remember when I realized that too and I was just like oh my god like it's so 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 and this may not be the case for everyone but I find it so 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 relaxing to be completely alone and like that honestly is like my true decompression of like all decompression and that actually might be tied with my spiritual practice is like taking time where I am not around anybody else because that is when I think my nervous system like truly truly relaxes and I also love to be in my own energy and just like what a beautiful realization and thing like I remember when I first kind of figured that out in high school and it was so liberating because I was like oh my god there's nothing to like try for like I'm good like nobody hits me up to hang out for like two weeks like I'm good like I'm fine and you know what's so like I'm great and 
sometimes, especially when we're really used to being around people, that might not be our first experience when we're spending time with ourselves. But, like, you know, you, like, for me, as, like, a little bit of, like, time goes on, like, it settles and then becomes really enjoyable. I, that, like, it reminds me of when we had the first wave of the pandemic and like everything was shut down and though on a global scale things were not looking so hot like I was one thing I was really grateful for was really not even having to decide whether I was gonna do anything or see anybody like it was like it was just no like nobody was seeing anybody nobody was doing anything and I was truly in heaven, like, to be able to spend all my time just doing nourishing things for me, and, like, that includes such a wide variety of things, like, to give example of, like, the array that it could be in, like, for me, it's, like, spiritual practice, like, spiritual, philosophical, esoteric, like, study, um, those are, like, two things that, like, really nourish me and then travel is also huge I obviously wasn't doing that like at the beginning of the pandemic but like that's something that is like really important to my self care and I think that's a fun example because it's something that's very different than like you know staying home and like or like I don't know like getting a foot massage like getting your nails done like I love those things too um, but that's just an example of something that's just like that you, that your soul needs and that like makes you feel like nourished, expanded, like whatever it is that is like your little dose of, uh, your little personal, unique soul prescription of self-care. Um, and then also getting out into nature, um, eating healthy. I would just say that's like, for me, it's like getting the rainbow in, um, and yeah, those are like the cornerstones, like my spiritual practice, working out, eating healthy, nature, travel, spiritual study, um, and getting to be in my own energy. And then also I really love the, like having, like taking care of the body, but I feel like that's, I feel like what's super interesting about taking care of the body is, it's something that can like really easily get neglected. And I guess it depends on what type of person you are, because maybe you're someone who would never forget that step. But like, sometimes I go through phases where it's just like, that's like not on my priority list. I'm like so into other things and like, you know, it like falls to the wayside. But I feel like that's such a, can be such a devotional and sacred thing because it's like our vessel that's going to carry us throughout this life and we or I like have the capability to like take responsibility for it and literally like care for it um and it's cute I don't know sometimes it's just like so interesting you're like oh I'm like in this like body that's like transient and goes through changes and like must be tended to and it just like feels like so human and interesting um and (laughs) it's like a beautiful form of devotion and it requires yeah I guess being a little bit grounded and like in the body and aware of like what it's asking for. So yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much my thoughts. I love it. Yes. I am excited to dive in. Okay. Let's talk about self care. So Annika was talking about alone time. Yes. I loved how you were saying actually alone time is like a part of your spiritual practice because I'm like, yeah, because it's like quality time with God. Mm. And so it's so cute. And so I love that. I also think for me, 
it's like define alone time because I'm very sensitive. Like, I wrote two things, obligation and possibility. So, like, in order, <laughs> like, I love to schedule my week with, like, an experience where, like, I need to have some time where not only is there nowhere I need to be, but there needs to be no, nothing that I need to be doing to, like, prepare or get ready for something that I'm doing like the next day or later in the week like my mind has to be a clear zone of like something like creeping in on the horizon that is coming in to like harsh my mellow like and it sounds strict but it's just an observation like obviously or I don't know if this is obvious not to be like sassy but if I can't figure that out. Of course, I'll adjust, but it's just an observation of when I've noticed my mind and my body can truly relax and decompress is in the situations where there's basically like nothing on the horizon, like maybe that day or the next day. So I know I can wake up the next day and have the whole day to prepare for my next obligation. So like I literally don't have to worry about it today at all. That's my favorite. Also, the possibility. I feel like alone time for me, if it seems like someone could like knock or walk in at any moment, like it doesn't, it doesn't really count. Like that's why I feel like being home alone is so nice because like it's not only, like you can go in your room and close the door at any time, but like if there's no one in the house, then it's like another layer of like, oh, I'm, you know what I mean? I could be doing like something weird and insane. I could be in like some weird, strange, bizarre, contortionist position that would take me like five minutes to get out of. And like, it's totally fine because no one's going to come knock on the door and be like, hey, did I leave like the remote in your room or something? Wait, like do you that. do that? No. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like the perfect example because it's so funny. I feel like we put all this pressure on ourselves. Like, what would I possibly be doing? That's like I don't, you know what I mean. I, I would can't think even. That would be really cool if I got the thought of like someone possibly knocking on the door. But it's just like what it really reminds me of, which I think is so true, is like the um, seven types of rest infographic that like circulates the internet um, and it's like okay so time away or this person says nine types of rest time away permission to not be helpful doing something unproductive connecting to art and nature solitude to recharge a break from responsibility stillness to decompress, safe space, and alone time at home. So it's like... Wow, those are all so good. Yeah, we need all these <laughs> different types of rest maybe at like different times where it's like... Maybe not all at the same time, but... You can see how... Like, these are different, but they all just, like, offer a different type of, like, relax and relief. And so I feel like that's kind of, like, you know, when it comes to alone time, there's, like, different types of alone time. Like, different levels. Different levels of alone time. Because there's also, like, you can be at a crowded party and, like, go hide in the bathroom for a little bit. Which is, like, you're obviously not home alone. <laughs> but, you know, that still counts. Um, so, yes. Also, um food like Annika was saying food ties into health in the way of it's like needed for like survival and keeping yourself alive um and I was thinking about that today I was like not only is there like my responsibilities my goals 
But I literally have to take actions every day just to not, just to not perish. Just to not wither away. Which I love it. I mean, I embrace it fully. Like, but um, I just think it's very funny. It's like, pat yourself on the back because like you didn't do nothing today. Like you you kept yourself alive. Babysat yourself, basically. You (laughs) babysat a full human being. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, oh my God. I love intuitive eating. That's my vibe for me. Like my self-care vibe when it comes to food is intuitive eating. There's times when my body is crying out for something fresh. My body wants a salad, a fruit salad, a juice, a smoothie. There's other times where my body wants a warm soup. There's other times where my body wants to get sushi from Uber Eats. There's other times where um, I want to fast. Sometimes that happens where I just, like, it feels kind of yucky to, like, put something in my stomach. Um, So that's my vibe is when it comes to self-care. If I can tune into what my body's asking for, like, say it's that moment where my body really wants, like, a fresh chicken Caesar salad like it wants some veggies some protein self-care is to go and eat that instead of like oh I have blah 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 in the fridge so I'm gonna eat that that's just for me um cleaning I love cleaning not only is being in a clean space nice and so you're kind of showing yourself like you are deserving of that blah 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 not blah, 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 but we, like we were mentioning earlier, um, but also hmm. it's such a great way to decompress. Like I would rather be home alone putting stuff away than anything because it's so relaxing. It makes me feel like I have my life together. I can parse through these different experiences by remembering what was going on when this was placed here, you know, putting away this outfit that I wore on this day gives you the chance to kind of reprocess through what what happened, reflect. It's very um, beneficial. Like people say we have so much stimuli available to us and it's not as common. Like remember being bored as a kid when you're like staring into space for like an hour like that's not so common these days and that's actually a great practice because it gives your mind time to like consolidate process reflect decompress and um it just allows us or at least for me like it allows me to be more intelligent in the way I show up and but that's so easy for me like I was just thinking I'm the type of person who like I do not mind waiting in a waiting room like you can forget about me in a waiting room and I for hours and I'll just be chilling there with my thoughts like and I'll be happy as a clam but um I love that I think it's so great and like if I go like silent meditation like Annika said if I go too long and I get like too too busy my mind gets so busy and when I sit down and finally meditate and all that stuff is coming up so crazy like when you first start meditating like that can be so frustrating because it feels like you can't quiet your mind but for me now it's like just the most cathartic thing in the world because I'm like it's like the cleaning and putting things away it's like oh my gosh finally we're getting to clean up this mess that has been building up and um it's like oh my gosh is that still in there like the thoughts that come to the front of your mind of like the cringe thing you said to the cashier like a week and a half ago. It's like, oh my gosh, let me just, let me just release that one. Um, and sleep. Mm. Seven to nine hours of sleep is a cornerstone of health, often underrated. Um, I think that naps, I'm pro-nap, I take many, many naps, especially during the luteal and menstrual phases of my menstrual cycle. I take a nap a day. That's a fact. Um, hygiene. 
I'm obsessed with hygiene. Like, to me, when I think self-care, I think hygiene. And then I'm like, wait, self-care can also include this. It can also include this. It can also include this. But, like, my default is, like, we're showering, washing our face, going to brush our teeth, trim the fingernails, so on and so forth. The Q-tip, floss, deodorant, everything. I could go on and on and on. Like, I will go on YouTube and watch, like, in-depth personal hygiene routines. I just, I don't know why. I just love it. But, um, I just feel like a hygiene routine and just going extra in-depth. Like, nothing would satisfy me more to just take hours and just head to toe to the absolute nines. Like, do every single possible step on every single possible part of my body to just cleanse and care for to the absolute T because it's just so, so satisfying and healing. Like I, you guys can probably hear in my voice how much I love it. Like it is truly so rewarding. Like just to think like, okay, you could do a hair mask, oil your hair. You can do like a scalp scrub, detox shampoo, you can condition, you can do a double cleanse, clay mask, exfoliate the face, serum, essence, you know, sheet mask, moisturize, face oil, eye cream, lip balm, and then, you know, you can exfoliate the body, moisturize, don't even, you got me started, but don't even let me finish. Exercise, three pillars to exercise for me strength, sweat, and stretch. If I skip any one of those for too long, I start to kind of deteriorate. Like most recently, I skipped strength for too long and my back was in pain. I did like a five minute arm dumbbell workout video yesterday and I could tell like it was just what I had been needing. And then sweat, I love like hot yoga. Um you sweat so, so much. That's why I love it. And people love like infrared sauna. Um, so detoxifying, so healthy for you. Um, and then stretch, like we hold so much tension in our body. So the strength, sweat and stretch, like hot yoga sculpt is like one of the best workouts for me because it incorporates all three of these to the absolute max. Um, should I go on? Please. Okay. <laughs> um, I wrote down Epsom salts and CBD. They also make CBD Epsom salts. Like magnesium. Epsom salts are magnesium sulfates. Okay. Magnesium and CBD are so relaxing to the muscles, to the body. Bathing in them, applying them topically, consuming them orally. I love to do all three with both magnesium and CBD. And I find like the more I remember to use them, almost like the more the better, but really what I mean to say is like the more consistently I remember to use them that I'm like, why don't I, do, why don't I remember to do this every single like morning, afternoon and night? Like I can just feel how much more relaxed I am. Um, supplements. I love to nerd out on supplements and there are certain ones I would never, ever skip like magnesium, glycine, L-theanine, black seed oil. Um, those ones I can say are a cornerstone of my self-care routine and I would never, ever, ever, ever skip. And then there's a bunch of other ones that I take most days as well. Um, beauty routine. Kind of like hygiene, but for me, I feel like this is almost one that I'm kind of like lagging in. Like, it's kind of like look good, feel good. And a lot of gals will say like they like to get ready for the day every day, even if they're just staying at home or don't have much going on. And if you don't resonate with that and you are a gal, like, you don't have to, like, wear makeup and get ready every day like that. I feel so bored even hearing myself say that. But, um, 
it's obvious, but just do what works for you. But for me, I definitely relate. And I feel like I'm one of those gals where it's like, I love the days when I take the time to do like hair, makeup, outfit, like the whole nine, like all three, three for three hair, makeup, outfit, and then like jewelry, perfume, and you got to be clean underneath it all. That's the most important part. But I think that sometimes like I'll do my whole routine, like skincare routine and then like I'll just keep my comfy clothes on and like not put makeup on because I'm like working from home and that's what I'm trying to get more in like my beauty routine and beauty habits because it just takes like 10 minutes to like get dressed and do a tiny bit of makeup and it like makes me feel as though I am like how does that make me feel it makes me feel as though I am like at the driver's seat of my life. Like, it makes me feel like I'm, like, making the most of the day. Um, affirmations. I love especially to listen to, like, beauty affirmations. There's this one gal on YouTube, Sweet and Easy Affirmations. Um, she makes the best, like, affirmations for feminine, energy-inclined folks especially. And I love listening to them when I, like, moisturize after the shower. And then I also listen to, like, positive affirmations in the morning, meditation, breathing, quiet time, so important, journaling, like even just stream of consciousness is a really good detox for the mind as well and like really helps you, really helps me emotionally, like if I'm anxious or I'm overwhelmed and really in my head and almost getting kind of like upset then journaling really, 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 really helps. Um, routines and habits, I already touched on, but I feel like it's kind of like there's such a key structure because, like, we can't really predict in life. Like, our moods may fluctuate or maybe we travel, and it's like our routines and our habits have to kind of be adapted. Like, it's not always just going to be monotonous and the same, but it's kind of like a structure you can take with you like, a tool to keep in your back pocket to just, like, keep yourself on track. Like, this is what I need for my body and my mind to um, make sure that, like, I'm always, I'm always good. Like, a little checklist. Um, fresh air, sunlight, going outside. Major. Another one I'm working on. Fresh sheets. Okay, changing my sheets every week. Major self-care habit that I love to the max. I wrote, go on a boba walk to the park and to the used bookstore. You can adapt that as like doing whatever you would do on like your perfect day. Like I love to do that. Like that's just the best. And it's like, it's kind of like a fun treat. Like what's the reason to do that? But the first time I ever did that for no reason, it was so great. I was like, this is actually the best day of my entire life. Um... Ritual ablution. Okay, shout out to my mom. My mom listens to the pod. Love you, mom. Um, she will say, like, going to do her nighttime skincare. She'll be like, I'm going to go do my ablutions. And I love that. And if you look up ablution, it's like ritual purification through, like, you know, cleansing the body. Like, I feel like, for example, if you ever go into, like, Catholic church and there's, like, a holy water and you cross yourself with it, I feel like that's, like, an example of, like, a ritual ablution with, like, the water and you're, like, blessing yourself. I feel like it's beautiful to think of, like, your skincare routine and your shower in that way as, like, almost like an energy ritual and, like, a ritual ablution where you're, like, for example... I'm letting this water wash away all that does not serve me, like purify me of that which I wish to release, like so on and so forth. And just bless yourself, like, you know, and say, you can bless yourself. I love following this guy on Twitter, Kensu the Reminder. I'm actually obsessed with him because, like, he cracks me up and I love how strict he is. But he always says, like, anoint yourself as a reminder that this life is a preparation for the afterlife. Kind of serious, and I feel like that's up for interpretation as well, but it's like, um, I think it's beautiful. I also wrote intention and attention. I feel like it's beautiful to connect 
to our self-care in these ways where it's like spiritual and we put an extra meaning behind it and we use it as a time to remind ourselves of the bigger picture and just bless ourselves. use it as time to practice gratitude and connection to God and to pray and I just feel like that's so so beautiful I love the energy I love the vibe massage love it I wrote Manny Petty I feel like the hands and the feet are so symbolic and kind of like underrated like the feet obviously carry us everywhere and then the hands and they are also what connect us to the earth and then our hands are like what we do so much with and I think caring for them can also be very ritualistic and beautiful. I wrote sick day, cancel plans. It goes without saying. Like I feel like if we are feeling unaligned and we are not feeling our best, self-care day, boom. Give it to yourself. Um, gratitude. I love gratitude. Like if I'm feeling down, list 10 things I'm grateful for. Watch YouTube, ASMR, like chill out, watch a movie, phone a friend, open up. This is like if you're upset. If you are upset, tell someone, I'm feeling upset because this is going going on with me. That's what helps me a lot of the time. I find a lot of the time, it's an alchemy. It's an alchemical reaction that happens when you open up like you can't predict how someone is going to respond but it's so so healing it's a magic that happens in the moment like open up be vulnerable I love that um hydration major key hair care hair is also very symbolic it's like the crown our con our antenna connection to you know the ether the subtle realms um symbolic of femininity Skincare, largest organ. I could go on and on. We could do a skincare episode. Moisturizing, that's under the same umbrella. Um, spiritual practice, like Annika said. The life admin day and eating frogs. This is where you do everything that you have been procrastinating and has been weighing on you. That's a major one. That used to be a big one for me because I'm kind of a procrastinator and my to-do list would stack up for months. And what I've learned is what it does is it keeps you stuck in like this one chapter of your life. It's like that chapter where my engine light was on for three months. <laughs> and then as soon as you get it taken care of, it's like, woo, this is the new me. Like all that stuff that's weighing you down, it's like I feel like just get out from under it. Like, I, for me, it doesn't feel good to identify with that stuff. And it seems like a no-brainer now. Now I'm like, get it off, get it off, get it off my plate. Like, even though I still sometimes procrastinate. But um, family time, that's so wholesome. Like, I love to just chill and, like, watch TV, like, with my family. Escape and get away from it all. That's the same as being out in nature. Like being out in nature is so healthy. Sunlight, fresh air, the Schumann residence. Residence. I don't know if I said residence, but um also it's just like you can just disconnect. And it's like forget about all the stress and the responsibility. And it's like maybe I could just walk forever and like leave it all behind. But then like the longer you walk, the more you start to chill out and realize like you can actually handle it. Um, phone off. I wrote that all in caps because I'm like yelling at myself because um, the phone, it's a siphon. You're self-caring self and you're trying to pour energy into yourself and your phone is like siphoning off that energy. And it's like, just turn it off. Then you can char restore and charge up all that faster. That's my experience. Freshening up. This is a major key. Keep a pouch. You keep a pouch with you and it has gum. It has floss. It has lip balm. It has a makeup wipe. It has a sensitive feminine wipe. It has a hand sanitizer. It has a hand lotion. It has a perfume. It has a deodorant wipe. And what you do, if you're feeling a little off, you're feeling a little meh, 
you just go to your car or you go to the restroom. Oh, it has a mini rose facial mist. That's a major key. Comb, has a comb. You go to a concealer. This is just my preference as well, but you go to the restroom and you do, you use basically every single one of those products. You do a head to toe from the pouch, freshen up. I swear by this, like this will freshen up your whole entire energy and your whole entire aura. Um, the very last thing I will say is just like a reflection. Like I notice when I'm getting stressed and I'm getting out of alignment, like it sounds gross, don't make fun, but the, my shower is the first thing I will skip. Like if I have a lot going on, I'm like, okay, like I showered yesterday, I can shower tomorrow. Like I'm just going to go to bed and get some sleep. And then it's like the next day, it's like if you didn't shower the day before, for me, if I didn't shower the day before, I should really shower the next day for me to even pretend like my self-care routine is intact. And if I'm really stressed and really have a lot going on, like I can always tell because that's the first thing somehow, even though it seems like such a cornerstone, that will get skipped. And it harkens me back like in high school when I was depressed, I would be at school, like my hair would be greasy. I didn't even realize how much it impacted my mental health. And then like years later, it's like I will rather be late or blow something off than like show up somewhere where I have to be all day with greasy hair and know that like I'm going to be thinking about it all day. And also shout out to Batiste dry shampoo because now I don't even need to worry about that. But the thing is, if I notice like, wait, I didn't shower yesterday and I didn't shower the day before because I had so much going on and I was so busy. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, no, 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 no. We don't have that much going on. Like, we are stressed. We are overwhelmed. We need to, like, do some self-care. We need to cancel a plan. And um, the last thing that gets integrated, the thing that when I find myself doing it, I'm like, oh, I know I'm in tip-top shape. Like, I know my room is already clean. Everything is taken care of. Like, there's probably some ambient music playing. Like, my hair is probably in, like, a French braid. <laughs> if I am painting my nails, my fingers and toenails. Like, I'll always keep my nails. Like, right now, my nails are, like, trimmed and they're cleaned on both my fingers and toes. Like, I trim them and clean them both, like, last couple days but they are not painted and they have not been for weeks. Like when I am at the point where I'm just chilling in my clean house, I am all self-cared up and I'm just like taking the time to chill and paint my nails. Like I am absolutely in my element, like 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. So I feel like that is like the scale for me in terms of like necessity to like the cherry on top is just like showering, being clean, pillar, foundation of self-care, and then, yeah, just taking the time to like do everything, like care for yourself to the absolute max, like give yourself a spa day, chill out, soak up the vibes of just like what it's like to, you know, be relaxed, like picture, yourself. Picture yourself chilling in your clean room, favorite snack, fresh out of the shower, moisturized, chill music playing, diffuser is, you know, placing a nice fragrance in the air, your phone is off, you just journaled all your thoughts out of your mind, your muscles are relaxed from the CBD, the Epsom salts, and you are just painting your nails, maybe watching your favorite show. Like, I know, I know it sounds good. <laughs> and I recommend it. It sounds good to me. So yeah, that was a long, long ramble. But I love self-care. Amazing. Yay. Okay, cool. Well, I think the next step of my self-care is to put a little bow on this episode head to bed, have a cozy night's sleep. So thank you everybody uh, for being with us in the subship. We love you dearly. 
Um, and we are excited to see you next week. Please email us with your favorite self-care activities, your favorite self-care tips. I know that our crew probably has some good ones and we love to hear it. So brainwash yourself podcast at Mm gmail.com. And if you want to give us a review on Apple podcasts, we would love to hear from you there as well. Or Spotify or anywhere, anywhere, anywhere that tickles your fancy. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk to you next time. Much love.